Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story for this week, the CCC Finals at long last, have concluded. The matchup saw JAC with Michael Kirk running that campaign versus Lauren Santiago, created by Lauren Schwane. There ended up being a panel of four judges. Three of the judges we knew about ahead of time. Felicia Rose who's featured on the entrance card, Glitter Bombed by Felicia Rose, PJ Savage, and Matthew Ryan from Catalyst Wrestling. The fourth judge ends up being a duo. Two members of Young, Dumb, and Broke, Charlie Tiger, and Ellis Taylor together have one vote. In addition to the four committee members, there is a fan vote in Twitch Five minutes for all Twitch subscribers to vote for one of the two competitors. The committee ends up splitting. Second year in a row, the committee splits. Two votes for each candidate, so it ends up coming down to the fan vote. And with a score of 23-19, to the winner, who will have a competitor set made for Super Show of the Game, who will get to be featured as a competitor, in Super Show the Game, is Lauren Santiago. Congratulations to Lauren Santiago for winning the 2021 Creative Competitor Competition. Lauren Chouanet will get to see her competitor realized in Super Show the Game. As many of you may know, I was pushing JAC. I was behind that campaign. I was hoping that I would be able to get him to the finish line, get him in Super Show Game. Unfortunately, I was not able to get it done. I'd like to apologize to everyone who supported me, to John Calais, that I just was not able to get the character across the finish line and get JAC made in Super Show the Game. I believe JAC is a great competitor, a great character, and so I'm going to continue to try to get him in Super Show the Game. I will be entering him in the next CCC. Hopefully, this time, I'll be able to go all the way to the top and win. Again, though, I would just like to say I'm sorry for letting everyone down, and congratulations to Lauren Schwane for doing what I couldn't do and winning the 2021 CCC. Now let's talk about the next biggest thing from this week. ACCW, Atlanta Card Championship Wrestling, hosts their first ever Create a Competitor Tournament. Enter the Final Dungeon at the Final Dungeon Games in Alpharetta, Georgia. There ended up being 40 players in the main event, 18 from Georgia, the other 22 from other states, 
13 states in total were represented at Enter the Final Dungeon. I think I'll go ahead and talk about the main tournament itself. Again, like I said, there were 40 players in the main tournament. The opening portion of the tournament was a Swiss round portion. There were six Swiss rounds in the CAC tournament. After the six Swiss rounds, they cut to a top 16. Prior to the top 16, all the Swiss rounds were standard singles matches. Once we get to the top 16, there are stipulations in each round of the top cut going forward. In the first round of the top cut, the round of 16, each match was played using one of three randomly chosen stipulations. The three stipulations that were to be picked from were ladder match, table match, and steel chain match. In the top eight, the quarterfinals were played using one of two randomly chosen stipulations, either steel cage or Liger's Den. The top four, the semifinal round, is played using the Ring of Fire stipulation. Both matches are Ring of Fire matches, and the finals match is a main event match. The two semifinalists were Keith Overby, playing as Polly the Pigeon Picone, and the Cannoli, playing as Ricky Riot. The finalists were Brian Lee, a.k.a. Johnny Korea, as the Devil's Advocate Dan Williams, and the player of the era, John Press1P, John Polverino, as Mila Mott. This match goes all the way to main event crowd meter 5. It is a very intense match. At crowd meter 3, John Pulverino hits the finish. Brian Lee must roll his highest skill, his technique, on the second or third breakout roll to break out and continue. He hits it on the second. At crowd meter 4, John Pulverino hits the finish. Brian Lee must roll technique on his third breakout roll to continue in the match. He does. And at crowd meter 5, Brian Lee must roll technique on his third breakout roll to break out of John Pulverino's finish and continue. And he does. Three times, Brian Lee faces elimination, faces defeat and three times. He stays alive. But... In the end, John Pulverino hits another finish, and Brian Lee is unable to roll technique on the third breakout roll, having, I believe, a 16 finish roll hit against him. And so the winner of Atlanta's first CAC tournament, the player of the era, John Pulverino. Congratulations to John Pulverino for winning Enter the Final Dimension. Now, that was the main tournament, but there were a number of featured matches, some that took place before the event started, and some that took place during and after the event. Let me go through 
what I have on those matches. I'm going to give you the featured matches that took place before the event first in no particular order, and then the ones during and after again in no particular order. I'm going to start with the Ikuzo War Games match. This was a match for the ACCW Underworld Championship, where the champion, the Goose God, playing as Eva Firecat, took on the challenger, Fade Dragon, playing as Vampire Sekhmet. To recap a little bit, because both of these were Ikuzo competitors, they decided to set up a special match type where I believe they were using Ikuzo gear cards. The winner here, still champion, the Goose God. Congratulations to him for winning his match. That is Matt Maffei, I believe. He is still the ACCW Underworld Champion. Next, we have the ACCW Tornado Tag Team Championship. The champion coming in, Chris Breimer with Hallow Kingdom. The challenger, Matthias, son of Zeus, playing as Zen Garden. This ends up being a steel chain tornado tag team match with the winner, new champion, Matthias, son of Zeus, Matthew Constantine. So congratulations to him for becoming the ACCW tornado tag team champion. And then the final match, the ACCW heavyweight championship, Rhaegar, the dragon god, the champion, Rowdy Ron, the challenger, the winner, new champion, Rowdy Ron with Naja Mike. Congratulations to Rowdy Ron for becoming ACCW heavyweight champion. After this match, Rowdy Ron is booked to have his first defense the same day. So no rest for Rowdy Ron. He competes later that day. His first challenger, and these are the matches that took place after the event started, his first challenger as champion, Rob Britt. Rob Britt as Lucky Cat Nico, taking on Rowdy Ron as Najamai, the winner, taking the belt to North Carolina, his home, Rowdy Ron. Rowdy Ron successfully defends the ACCW championship. Those were all the local championships defended. The last two championships are regional belts. The first is the LFF Tri-State Championship. The champion coming in, the winner of the event, John Press 1P. He faces another Tri-State player, I believe from New England. I think also a former LFF Tri-State champion, Ryan Pierce. Pretty Hair Piercer. Ryan Pierce playing as his own competitor, Pretty Hair Piercer. Takes on the champion. Press 1P playing as the newest version of the Alien Invader. This is a relatively quick match. The winner here, still champion, John Press 1P. So John Press 1P, two big wins today, defending his regional belt and winning the CAC tournament. And then the final match of the night, championship-wise, the Deep South Championship. Ken Fouché, the Grim Librarian, the champion, takes on challenger, college boy, Adam Britt. 
Adam Britt playing as big bad Bobby D. Ken Fouché playing as his own competitor, the Grim Librarian. The winner here, College Boy Adam Britt. College Boy Adam Britt capitalizes on his 2022 Dragon Con tournament victory to become the Deep South champion. Those were all of the featured matches with one exception. I did not see this anywhere, but I had discussed Lauren Santiago versus Lucha Manalka Uberstar. That match, from what I understand, happened. The winner, Lauren Santiago. Afterwards, there was a confrontation. And Nurse Fluff, I don't know who Nurse Fluff is, but Nurse Fluff, I believe, was in the last promo. Lauren Santiago cut for the CCC. Somehow, Fluff essentially ran off Uberstar. Again, the details are hazy, but there's apparently more to that feud than what's going on. Some additional details about the event. There was supposed to be a Deep South Tag Team Championship match. One of the competitors, Piglet of the Mott Boys, could not attend. There was an illness-related issue that prevented that from happening, so that match has been rescheduled for a later date. The Heathen Cruel attended. He apparently was a big success. The people enjoyed having him there. He enjoyed the game. He ended up posting about it on social media. Unfortunately, Brooklyn could not be there due to a last-minute schedule change. But the current IWTV champion had a good time at the event. Additional details about the top cut. After the Swiss rounds, there was one undefeated player, three 5-1s, 10 5-2s. That's 14 of the 16 spots. The highest ranked 3-3 three and three player made it. And then the next four 3-3 three three players squared off in a fatal four-way match. I'm assuming this was first fall and not elimination. And the winner rounded out the top 16. That was... Prince Butters. That is pretty much all the information I have about Enter the Final Dungeon. I do have one brief statement from the man organizing Enter the Final Dungeon, Jonathan Thew. He wanted me to thank everyone that made it happen, TFD Comics and Games, and the players in attendance. That's the one thing he wanted me to make sure I stated. I will also state, thank you, Jonathan Thew, for running this event and making it what it was. I know I appreciate it as a viewer. I'm sure all the players appreciated everything you did running the event. That was the first ever Georgia-Atlanta area CAC tournament enter the final dungeon. Those are the two big stories from this week. Let me talk about some of the other things that happened. First, we had one other featured match besides what took place at Enter the Final Dungeon. Tuesday night, after the dojo, same stream, twitch.tv slash srguniverse, the Intergalactic Championship was on the line. Piglet, the champion who unfortunately had to miss, the CAC, 
defends his belt for the first time against the friend Kane. I believe it's his first defense. I apologize if I'm wrong there. Piglet playing as Jin the Heavy. The friend Kane playing as Lone Baron Cub. As a reminder, because there was some talk beforehand about how Piglet won it with a trio, the Brain Trust. Unlike most belts in this game, where you pick one competitor and you play that competitor the whole time you're champion, you win that belt with that play with that competitor set, and you are that competitor set until you lose. With the Intergalactic Championship, the champion is the man, and you must play a different competitor every time. And the challengers cannot repeat competitors either. I believe that is still the case. So, these two square off in a very short match. I don't believe Piglet played a single card. The friend Kane played two turns, call to the crowd, and a follow-up one turn, finish second turn, rolls his 10. Piglet cannot break out, and so at crowd meter zero, the new champion, the friend Kane. The friend Kane becomes the intergalactic champion. Congratulations to him for his victory. Next, I'd like to talk about the only online event currently listed on Super Show the Game. So if you want to sign up for this, you can. Next Saturday, November 12th, 6 p.m. Central Time. Most of the events are Eastern Time, but if you look at the description, it's saying the event will start around 6 Central Time. So be aware of that. It's a Veterans Belt free event. Let me explain this a little further. It is not an event for veterans, people who have served in the military. It's an event to help set up a future veterans champion. So, let me explain this. It is a free event. There's no entrance fee. But they are accepting donations. Donations in the event will go toward the purchase of a championship belt, of the veterans belt. The way this belt will work is this. Only veterans can compete for it. Now, in this particular event, anyone can enter. It'll be group stages, like many of the tournaments, to a top cut. In the top cut, there will be random stipulations every round of the top cut, all the way through the finals. The veteran who goes the farthest in this tournament will become the first contender for the future veterans belt. Eventually, after this event, and there's no details on this, there's going to be a second event. No details on the second event yet, except that the winner of the second event, or I should say the veteran that gets the farthest in the second event, Assuming it's not the same veteran. But that veteran will be the second contender for the belt. So, we will have a veteran's belt coming down the line where multiple veterans will be competing for the belt. I don't know what the future of the veteran's belt and the veteran's championship will be. 
I personally am looking forward to a possible future event where someone pretends to be a veteran, wins, and then we have a whole stolen Valor storyline where we're trying to win the belt back from the fake veteran. Will that happen? I don't know. But the history of the veteran's belt is starting November 12th. It is a free event. So if you want to get some online Super Show play, jump in. If you're a veteran, you want to be in line for a future shot at this championship, sign up. Available now, supershowthegame.com. Upcoming releases from Super Show the Game and from SRG Universe. There's been work on a full art deck and then a Bob Dunn art deck. Both of those are in the final stages. We could see those soon. We're also getting close to the Halloween deck being completed. This is a deck with alt art cards. All the alternate art is Halloween themed. That is coming soon. The Catalyst Wrestling box set is releasing tonight as I'm recording this, November 6th. Catalyst Wrestling is hosting an event. The SRG boss, Steve Resk, is there on hand selling box sets, one per person, $20 per box set. The box set contains seven competitor sets and two full decks. There are only 50 on hand. Those 50 might all sell out at Catalyst Wrestling. They might end up for sale on the website. Currently, on supershowthegame.com, under new items, there is a pre-order section for the Catalyst Wrestling box set. The box set is listed at $50 per box, currently discounted, last I looked, to $40 per box set. The last time they did a box set like this, it was the New South Pro Wrestling box set. The two decks that were made were considered two of the best decks ever made for Super Show the Game. So hopefully the Catalyst Wrestling box set follows in these footsteps. And they're two great decks to go along with seven great competitors. Competitors like, and I'm just going from memory, Homicide, formerly of LAX. Longtime professional wrestler, Colby Carino, son of Steve Carino, I think O'Shea Edwards, a number of other people. I just can't remember all the names, but that's the box set coming out. The next wave of the Catalyst Wrestling box set is supposed to come out, possibly, packs unplugged. Again, SRG Universe is always tentative on these until they have the product in hand. But that's the next place you should be able to expect to get those sets in person, PAX Unplugged, which is first weekend of December 2022. Other SRG Universe games, Scallywager looks like it will release at Captain Con, and there may be some Scallywager exclusives. I have never played Scallywager. I've heard about it. I believe it is a form of Liar's Dice. Again, I don't know much about it. I did see it. And when I say see it, I wasn't paying attention. I just kind of saw it from, you know, down the table. I did see it being demonstrated, being played at the original Grand Gathering. 
But that's all I know about Scallywage. Another new game from SRG Universe, which I think has an unfortunate name, Word Burglars. Word Burglars is going into playtesting. I don't know anything about Word Burglars. We'll just have to see what that is. The last bit of product from SRG Universe, and they demonstrated this quite a bit on Talk of the Universe last Wednesday, Super Show Go, the app. This is the mobile version of Super Show, the game, the card game, on a mobile app. So you can play it on a phone, on a tablet, on a desktop, laptop. That game is getting ready to go into alpha. They are looking for 50 playtesters, 25 Android, 25 iPhone. How you can sign up for this has not yet been released. But if you're interested, look for that announcement to get made and look for the sign-up to happen. And I would say if you want to get in on that, sign up as soon as possible because I assume the spots will go quickly. But they announced that. They showed off some of the functionality, what it looks like. If you're interested in seeing that, check out the images on Talk of the Universe to learn more. They had the app developer on. I've met him. He's the same gentleman I spoke to back at Gen Con. Richard Parla is his name. Look for him. Look for them to talk about joining the Alpha playtesting team soon. That is going to do it for the news from this week. Let's talk about the online tournaments from this past week. I'll start with Monday and Monday night consigliere fights. There were 12 players this Monday in the tournament. Group stage, two groups, six players per group. Top two from each group made the top cut. So it's just a semifinal round and then a final round. In the semifinal round, all of the matches were played using the Raven's Blood Cemetery stipulation. In the finals and in the third place match, they use the Ring of Fire stipulation. So, the results from Monday Night Consigliere Fights. In fourth place, playing as the Hallow King, Chris Pate. In third place, playing as the Devil's Reject, GPS, the man behind the Devil's Reject, Dustin Garman. The finalists were Simon Davner, playing as the second version of Mr. Snap, and Ken Fouché, playing as Foxworthy. With the winner, Ken Fouché as Foxworthy. Congratulations to him for winning Monday Night Consigliere Fights. That brings us to Thursday and to Chibi's Thursday night fights. There were 16 players in this week's event. Four groups, four players per group, top two from each group advanced. 
So we had a top cut of eight, meaning there will be a quarterfinal round, a semifinal round, and a final round. In the quarterfinal round, all of the matches were played under the New York rules stipulation. In the semifinal round, all of the matches were played under the steel cage stipulation. And in the final round, both matches, the finals match and the third place match, were played under the buddy building stipulation. The top four in this event were in fourth place, playing as copycat Stephen Moonstar. In third place, playing as Duff Martin, the judge Tim Riley. The finalists were Chris Pate as Ricky Riot versus Jonathan Thew as AJ Styles with the winner. Winning a second event as Ricky Riot, Chris Pate. Congratulations to Chris Pate for winning Thursday Night Fights. There weren't any other online events that I'm aware of from this week. There is an in-person event that I'm aware of. On Sunday, so earlier today as I'm recording this, Misos Games in Louisville, Kentucky, hosted a no-disqualification hardcore tournament. Nine players played in three rounds of Swiss. Each match in the tournament played with the no-DQ crowd meter, meaning all matches were no-disqualifications and no countouts. Otherwise, exactly the same as the standard crowd meter. At the end of three rounds... They looked at the overall records of all the players, and they used those records to determine the standings. So, the top four in this event were, in fourth place, playing as Scott Prime, the man behind Harvey Lester, Greg Shockley. In third place, playing as Piglet, Kyle Crabtree. In second place, Playing as the ringleader, Todd Brooks, the man behind Alexander Slamilton, and the winner, playing as the newest version of Wooly Bully, Wooly Bully himself, the phenomenal one, Kirk Polka. Congratulations to him for winning this event. If you want me to talk about your local event, contact me either through Facebook Messenger or outbombmudcast at gmail.com and I will talk about it. Finally, and this broke as I was recording the show, there will be no Sunday Night Fights episode, but Brian Schmidt will host a pop-up tournament starting at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. Unfortunately, I will not get the results of that tournament before this is published. I will not be able to get that before the deadline to release this. So I'll have to report on that for next week's show. Speaking of deadlines, I haven't talked about this, but there's an important deadline tonight at midnight in Faction Wars 4. After this deadline is met and passed, we will see the first round of matches for Faction Wars 4 released. And from what I understand, players will have two weeks to play them. So. Shortly from now, the opening round, round zero, of Faction Wars will start, and we will get an idea 
of who is where as far as Faction Wars 4 is concerned. As I was finishing up the show, two things. First, I forgot to mention that the new YouTube channel for SRG Universe is debuting tonight, November 6th. It is SRG Universe, all one word, all in capital letters. That is the name of the YouTube channel. The first video, from what I understand, that's going to be up there is the Catalyst Wrestling Box Set unboxing Steve Resk did on Facebook a couple of days ago. The other thing is this. I have not been covering this, but the Cheetah has been hosting a tournament, a tournament that spanned many weeks, where everyone involved has to play a competitor based on an independent wrestler. He's calling this the SRG1 Climax. He did this last year. This is tournament number two in this series. So we had the finals. The finals saw John Mathis, the LFF Underworld Champion, playing as Jessica Havoc, take on Time Bomb Tim, former LFF Hardcore Champion, as Ellis Taylor. This match went all the way to crowd meter three. It was a very close match. John Mathis was four cards away from a countout victory. Tom Bomb Tim uses those cornbread from the crowd to bury cards to prevent John Mathis from getting to his finishes. John Mathis plays power bomb, gets his finish, strike and play, plays it, hits, botches the finish roll. Tom Bomb Tim breaks out. John Mathis able to get it back with a high flying dive. Rolls a 10 to a 13 and he wins. John Mathis, the LFF Underworld Champion, wins the SRG1 Climax. As a result, he will go on to face the winner of last year's SRG1 Climax. I don't have that information at the moment. And then the winner becomes, I guess, the actual current champion. I'm not sure what the title is for that either, but John Mathis has won this current SRG1 Climax tournament. Congratulations to John Mathis for that victory. And with that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.